Good morning, my little anchor buddies. So here we are. It's grey. It's been raining overnight here in London. And it, I think it's got just a little bit cooler. But let's get on with the day. We need to get on site. Shower time. All right, Belinda, I'm going to ask it. This has been my burning question, okay, for you for the longest time. How did you get started in interior design? What's your education? Please tell me. <laughs> tell me all about it. I really want to know. Um, and maybe that's opening a big can of worms, but I'm really interested. So just curious about how you got started and maybe some of the early failures and the early successes. I really, really want to know. Thanks so much. Oh God, Jason, that's more than a can of worms. Where do you want me to start? Um, okay. I never thought I would be an interior designer growing up. That's item one. I was never that child that, I don't know, refused to have certain things in their bedroom or, what was it, sort of, you know, cried if someone brought a cushion into the home that didn't agree with my childhood aesthetic. I was never that. There was never any clue about what profession I would do except one. As I previously stated, we've moved around a fair bit within London, um, buying and selling different houses uh, with my parents. Despite moving around, you would think that would bring me enough change. It clearly didn't. Um, and what I used to do was I used to move my furniture around my room, my bedroom that is. So of an evening, my mother used to say, what's all this noise going on? And I'd actually designed the layout for my bedroom and moved all the furniture around myself when I was a teenager. And I don't mean 18, 19. I'm talking 12, 13. Beds, wardrobes, chests of drawers, the lot, really. So layout was quite important for me. What I liked was the change, what I liked was the update. I was looking for ways to improve it. I, not only did I plan it out, but I actually planned how I was going to move it around. And I did this a lot. We're talking once every six months. And I now know that that's actually quite a lot. So I guess that's where it started. And my mother had to remind me of this when I started this profession. She said, yes, but remember you did do all of that. And I really didn't even see the link to it. But that's where it started. When we did move house, I was always looking for my room, how I was going to lay it out, what I was going to do with it. A little bit of colours, I suppose, like any girl, and what wallpaper I was going to have. But I wasn't one, I wasn't a precocious person, so I didn't, I wasn't sort of, I suppose, demanding new furniture and all this sort of stuff. That just didn't happen. But obviously during house moves, you see how things are moved. You get working with workmen and obviously the trades when you do move into a new home and you need things doing. So I learned that my mother was um, a housewife. She stayed at home for a lot of the time, except when we were older, when she wanted to go back off to work and do other things, which was great. But I learned from her all sorts of stuff, from simple handyman things to do that she quite liked to get involved in, um, to dealing with workmen. 
So you could say I learned from the master, like we all do from our parents. So that's the background. That's the, that's the start. So if you have any children that are displaying any of these kind of tendencies, moving furniture around, anything to do with layout, anything to do with what's happening in the house, mending things, sorting things, it could be an indication. It was for me, but it wasn't obvious because it wasn't a field that I would go into. My mother was into communication. Uh, she was a telephonist, so she did the old-fashioned phones and switchboards and things like that. My father, however, was an electrician, so he was a trade, an approved electrician, and went quite high up in, in, in the company that he worked for. But again, that didn't, that didn't really register at all. My brother, who's four years older than me, was reasonably mechanically minded. He eventually went into IT, like so many boys do, but um, yeah, nothing in the history or family whatsoever. So that's the background. More in a second. What a morning I've had. Um, I don't even know where to start. So I've had three meetings with the electrician who drove me around the twist. Then we had the window people who were lovely. And then we had the air conditioning guy whose wife is having a baby in four days time. So he's on countdown. I've just come out for some lunch because I need to go back and have another meeting with the client at about three o'clock today. I've been on my feet all morning. Um, I'm glad to sit down. It's been quite tough. Lots of things have gone on. Uh, the reason why we've got a meeting with a client at three o'clock is because he sort of changed the spec quite a lot in the main reception room and is, has been sort of looking online, has been speaking to various different lighting designers about getting some specialist lights in, which is absolutely fine. I just wish I'd have known before because it means the lighting plan that was done yesterday is now almost null and void uh, for a couple of rooms. Frustrating, but that's what happens with clients. Okay, so part two of how I became an interior designer for the lovely Jason there. Um, so I grew up and I did various different professions. Um, education, uh, we did, what did we do over here? We were the guinea pig year for the new GCSE. So for those, I'm not quite sure what the equivalent would be over in the US or anywhere else in the world, to be honest. We used to have a system, an exam system of O levels and A levels, and I just missed that. So we had the GCSEs, which were sort of a mix of, you did have an exam, but most of it was coursework. It was all rather strange. But we didn't really have any careers advice, and I would, it's a, it's a subject which I'm actually, one of, one of the few subjects I'm actually really passionate about is careers advice for youngsters, for children in school because I don't, I don't I mean, I'm sure it has to be better it can't be any worse than it was when I was at school we weren't really no one actually said do you realize if you're sort of design led or anything like that that you can you can do these professions it was never it was never said to us at all I was very good at art funnily enough and I mean literally art as in painting and things like that and I did take as a subject uh, textiles so I was working with fabric. Now you could probably say there was some kind of tenuous link there. Um, I'm not sure I would link it, to be honest, but I just, in some ways I find it quite interesting that those were the subjects I went to, but I think they're 
possibly more society-led things. You know, art is quite, it's quite a girly thing. I certainly wasn't stood in the way of science, which I also did like and quite liked. So education-wise, subject-wise, absolutely no way at all. I probably could have done graphic design. Didn't even think about it. Wasn't pushed that way. Um, I wasn't pushed at all by my parents in any way, shape or form, to be honest. Which is not unusual. You speak to your friends and they weren't pushed either way either. Funny, isn't it? So I had the decision of whether I wanted to go off to university at that stage or college or whatever it would be, or you could go out into the big wide world. And I decided I would go out to the big wide world. So I went off and I, I won't go to every single job I've ever had because you really would be here till doomsday. But most of it, if not all of it, thinking about it was office based. I wanted to work as an office, quite happy in an office, didn't have that whole kind of wanderlust, needed to roam around the country or stay outdoors. That wasn't me. Quite happy, no problem with corporate life either. Um, just wanted to go ahead. But I think I always did things my way and I think this is probably why it led me into the business world as in my own business. I think that's the only thing I could probably say about that. So my all my different varied careers, jobs that I've done and I've worked in government, education, law, accountancy, fashion which I'll come on to oil, banking, gosh I've done a lot actually when I think about it, exhibitions, conferences, yeah very varied. So that's the sort of career I had, nothing, nothing prepared me really for the business that I'm doing now. There was no sort of pre-education, nothing that would be indicative, I didn't do any sort of courses on the side that would sort of lead me down this route at all at least not yet. Part three coming up. Good evening my little anchorlets. Well it is now whatever time it is I don't even know what time it is I think it's something like eight o'clock. I've just got in I've had a most trying day so I'm going to relax I'm going to have some dinner and I'm going to wind down and you're going to wind down with me. Tomorrow we'll carry on and hopefully finish off my story of how on earth I became this interior designer. And then we can all forget all about that. Have a very nice evening. Here's some wind-down music. <laughs> 